Welcome to Last of Lane. This is series 4. In this series of two episodes, I will talk about something that's close to my heart. Something I have been thinking about for quite some time. Which is regarding what India must do as it takes strides into the top three superpowers of the world. Episode 1. What India needs is a global PR campaign. For centuries, India's gaze has been fixated on internal conflicts, evading conquerors and colonists. The second half of the 20th century was spent picking up the fallen pieces and bringing together a divided country. India truly began to realize its potential at the turn of the 21st century when its young population that grew up on the sacrifices made by their parents and grandparents wanted more. This generation was educated, ambitious, knowledgeable, and with a street smartness that's unique to this land. Although the game of politics continued to be played on, many times pushing back the progress by several years, the people continued to move forward. It was as if the people of India had made a collective pact with each other that no matter what happens, we won't be stopped. Everyone believed we are destined for greater things and we deserved better and there's nothing that would stop us from getting it. But that's one aspect Indians have never really cared about. Perception. If India has to take its rightful place on the global stage, the perception of people outside of it has to change. We surely have convinced ourselves that India is a global force to reckon with. But that's not enough. We have to convince everybody else as well. It's no secret that we Indians like to talk about ourselves a lot. May it be about good things or bad. Indians know better than most about our strengths and shortcomings. For a long time, the narrative about India has been owned by the Western media. Ask an American on the streets about India, they probably will tell you one of these things. Poor, chaotic, dirty, good in IT, good in Max, like to dance, spicy food. Although everything in the list is true, it barely does justice to a country of nearly 1.4 billion people. India is transforming into a land of ideas. People want to be more self-reliant and self-sufficient and are craving to be recognized by the rest of the world, and rightfully so. The narrative in Western media during the pandemic was nothing but unfair and biased. Images of migrant laborers walking home during the lockdown and of people suffering during the peak of the second wave were slapped all over their front pages. Though mentions of India's progress, like developing its own indigenous vaccine, manufacturing and supplying the highest number of vaccine to the world, how despite the huge population, the people stuck together, helped each other, and the government, though slow in its response, rectified its mistakes and brought things under control, barely got any mention. The pandemic has laid bare the vulnerabilities and shortcomings of every country in the world. But if we were spectators watching all this unfold from afar, we would think that only India was failing. It would be hard not to think that Western media wanted this to happen. They reveled, perhaps even cheered watching us suffer and fail. There was bias and hypocrisy stamped all over. When things calmed down, 
it was only India that was making all the noises about our achievements. No one was there to listen. It was as if they said, we are not interested in the good things happening in India. Come back when you have something bad to show. The time has arrived for India to take control of the narrative of how India should be viewed by the rest of the world for what it is and what it is becoming. And in order to do that, our efforts have to be multifaceted, planned and relentless. In the next episode, I am going to list the different ways India can do that. Thanks for listening.